WXGI Richmond, WTPS Petersburg. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's James Flowers. Good morning. It is 8 o'clock. The Orioles' undefeated start to the season came to an end at the hands of the New York Yankees last night. The Yanks secured their 7-0 shutout fuel by a 5-run fifth inning. Jordan Montgomery pitched six shutout innings and four-hit ball, striking out seven. Staying in baseball, the Nationals will play their first game of the season tonight, albeit down a few unnamed players due to contact tracing. Max Scherzer will tow the rubber for Washington while Drew Smiley goes for Atlanta. First pitch scheduled for 405. The 2021 Major League Baseball All-Star Game is headed west to Coors Field after MLB announced last week Atlanta would not be hosting the game after the interpretation of voting laws passed in the state of Georgia earlier in the week. Hubert Davis has been named the next head coach of the North Carolina Tar Heels. Davis had been an assistant under Roy Williams for nine seasons in Chapel Hill. Davis, an alum of Lake Braddock Secondary School in Burke, Virginia, played for Dean Smith at North Carolina in 1988-1992 before being selected in the first round of the NBA draft by the New York Knicks. And three years after drafting him third overall in the 2018 draft, Sam Darnold is on the move down to Carolina. The Panthers gave up a sixth rounder in this year's draft, a second rounder, and fourth rounder in the 2022 draft. If the Jets use their second overall selection to own a quarterback later this month, they would become the first team in the common draft era to select two quarterbacks within the top three overall picks in a four-year span. And Baylor never trailed in their 86-70 championship-earning effort last night in the win over Gonzaga. 73 years removed from their last championship appearance, Baylor looked well-rested and ready to go on Monday night as shown by jumping out to a 29-10 lead 10 minutes into the game. Gonzaga got as close as nine points shy, but the Bears shot 50% from the floor. And Gonzaga's bid at a perfect season fell short, wrapping up the year at 31-1. and Let's get a check for your East Bend Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. It'll be mostly sunny and very pleasant today with highs in the upper 70s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. This weather report brought to you by Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. For rebates or low payments on a new Linux home comforter system, call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853. You're up to date in the Richmond Sports Center. I'm James Flowers on 995-1027 ESPN. Visit HermanAllenPlumbing.com for all your heating, cooling, plumbing needs. Lessons of Richmond presents the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Heard exclusively on ESPN Richmond. Huddle up. Listen up. All right, huddle up. Bring it in, guys. This is the Sports Huddle with Bob Black on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Let's go. Huddle up. We're also streaming live at ESPNRichmond.com. Come on, huddle up. Now, here's Bob Black. LJ Cryer's three won't go. Rebound. Kicked away, taken away by a steal, a steal for Mark Patterson, and Patterson will put the brakes on and dribble this one out. And the Baylor Bears do indeed bear down to knock off the unbeaten Gonzaga Bulldogs and claim the school's first men's basketball championship and just the second men's basketball title in the history of the state of Texas. Baylor 86, Gonzaga 70. That history was written last night in the national championship game in Indianapolis. It's just not the history that many of us thought was going to be written last night. The Westwood One call exclusively on ESPN Richmond from our great partner Lexus of Richmond. Heard it live right here last night. Many watched it last night, and Baylor in somewhat disbelief watching over Gonzaga 86-70. It's now the previously unbeaten Gonzaga Bulldogs. They will finish the year at 31-1, Baylor at 28-2, and and their first ever national championship. They never trailed, led by as many as 19 When Gonzaga got it to 10 at halftime, there was a glimmer of hope that we may get a great national championship game down to the wire. Baylor made sure that would never happen. Wow, did they dominate that game last night. Hey there, Bob Black here. Sports Huddle for a Tuesday morning, the 6th of April, 
Thank you for joining us. Would love for you to interact with us and talk about that title game last night or one of the many other topics in the sports world as you listen to James uh, Flowers' update at the top of the hour there. There are plenty of other sports stories that we're going to get to today and into the next several days now that college basketball is in the books and behind us. So feel free to join in, 804-521-8501. 521-8501 on our call line or our text line, 804-638-9508. I couldn't help but chuckle. Uh, James, did you do that on purpose? We have well documented that you are not a Baylor fan. You went to school at TCU. Baylor's the arch-hated rival, and we have talked about it a plenty that you don't like them, Baylor Bears, who are now national champions, and you buried that as the last story on your Sports Center update this morning. Uh, Bob, I have little control in this show, but I do have control of the update. So um, I'm not going to say whether it was intentional or not. I'll let you determine that. In fact, as you were unfolding each and every story, and I love when you start with baseball. You know, I'm a big baseball guy. And then you went to Hubert Davis. And what else did you have? Sam Darnold getting traded. And I'm like, I wonder if he's just going to ignore it altogether because we knew we were going to lead with it when the rest of the show began this morning. So that would have been certainly fair and okay. It would have given us something to chuckle about a little bit. But you slid it in there at the end, didn't you? You just had to grit your teeth and do it, right? I did. I did. I considered not talking about it, but <laughs> but I said uh, I said to myself, you know, this show is not about me by any means, so <laughs> I need to just contribute what I can and, and give give the listeners some knowledge and some facts and then move on. You were journalistically sound. Uh, adding it to the update even at the end that is your journalistic editorial prerogative to do that and obviously we're going to lead with it it's our morning brew for the first segment of the sports huddle but as i said we will move on there were plenty of other sports news and nuggets from yesterday and games played that we will have the opportunity to talk about this morning that having been said if you look at the box score from last night almost anywhere you look Baylor dominated this game. Ironically enough, the only category that Gonzaga was better than Baylor, and it's a misleading one, was field goal percentage, right? Gonzaga shot 51% for the game. If you would stop right there and say, I didn't didn't see the game, but Gonzaga shot 51%, you would say, yeah, they won another game. That's another win for Gonzaga. Baylor only shot 45% overall. For the game, but then break it down and look at any other category that you want. And it was so dominated by Baylor. Uh, Three point field goal shooting. They made up for the field goal percentage right there because they had 10 three pointers. Best three point shooting team in the nation certainly showed it on the national stage last night, whereas Gonzaga was just five of 17, only 29%. The big category was rebounding last night. And boy, oh boy, did Gonzaga crash the boards. 38 uh, total rebounds for Baylor, out-rebounding Gonzaga 38-22. to And the offensive rebounds, 16 offensive rebounds in that game to only five for Gonzaga. And that's where you make up the field goal percentage because the Zags, the Bulldogs, took only 49 shots in the game. Baylor had almost 20 more shots, 67 field goal attempt so that's where you make that category up uh take a look at the steals uh, baylor had uh what eight steals in the game five blocks boy it sure felt like they had more than five blocks in that game those were big time block shots by baylor that changed the momentum changed the game changed the offense and they dominated in that category as well and then baylor only turned the ball over nine times forced 14 for Gonzaga. So, real, you look at any stat you want to look at other than the field goal percentage, and as I said, that was misleading, and it was all Baylor last night. First national championship in school history. Before Scott Drew got there, they were a mess. They were on NCAA probation, all sorts of investigations, not only the NCAA, but just the judicial system, and he cleaned it all up. Now, it took him about 18 years to get there, but he got there, and he got Baylor its first ever national championship, and you could have picked any one of a number of guys to be tournament MVP and Final Four MVP. Jared Butler got it. He had 22 points last night, plus seven assists in 31 minutes with six of 14 from the floor. 
four for nine from three-point range, six of six at the free throw line. I think he finished with over, what, 90 points in the uh, in the tournament for for Baylor. And, um, boy, did they dominate, right? In the, in the final four, uh, Baylor just uh, blew out Houston. We all thought, okay, there you go, but now they're going to get Gonzaga. Even with Gonzaga coming off, of the overtime heart-stopping game against UCLA, you figured the Zags would have enough left in the tank. And the one comment I did hear from Mark Few pregame in watching the pregame on CBS, and he made the comment a couple of times in different interviews, and I think he was worried about this, and this is not going to take anything away from Baylor because I think even if they'd had an equal amount of rest time and both of them had blowout wins in the semifinals, Baylor would have won this game last night, maybe not as uh, far far spread of an up of a game but remember Gonzaga played an extra five minutes um, they were put to the test and Baylor breezed through the Houston game on Saturday and were much more well rested and the commentators last night Jim Nance and, and the guys said it several times that it just looked like Gonzaga had heavy legs and that Baylor had fresh legs I think it was more that Baylor had the fresh legs then Baylor had the uh, then Gonzaga had the heavy legs, but I do think that was a factor. Uh, Baylor had a blowout win, took the starters out late in that game on Saturday. Gonzaga was playing everybody right down through 45 minutes, including the overtime to the heart-stopping finish, uh, all of that. And Mark Few said it a couple of times in the pregame interviews. The one thing we did since the semifinal game was just try to get our guys as much rest as we possibly could. But you can only get them, but so much rest. You do have to prepare them for the game and do the walkthrough and all of that to try and get yourself ready to go. And uh, what that game started nine to one, nineteen, twenty-nine to ten. They they just you could tell the difference. Boy, did Baylor put some pressure on the ball out front, and then they finished it off with rebounding at both ends of the court. But boy, they made Gonzaga look bad at times, especially on offense with the turnovers and missed shots and unable to get rebounds. And right off from the very first possession of the game, they had like two or three offensive rebounds, Baylor did, before they scored. So just a a tremendous effort by the Baylor Bears. And like I said, we were expecting uh, history last night. We got it just in a different kind. Uh, We don't have an undefeated team. Indiana's still the last one to do that in 1976. But we do have history in that Baylor – wins its first-ever national championship, leads wire-to-wire. I think that's only the third time that that has happened, that a national champion in the title game has led from basically the first bucket of the game until the final buzzer, and Baylor did that last night. Nice for them to be able to get their starting five and their star players out of the game and get some of the walk-ons. You look at the box score, they won two, three, four guys who play one minute last night, but they can forever show their family and friends that they played in the national championship game and in a winning effort for the Baylor Bears. So there you go. 86 to 70 Baylor over Gonzaga to win the national championship. It does put a close on a unique, challenging college basketball season of 2021, but we did get there. We did get to the finish line. We didn't see teams play the normal amount of games and certainly not the normal schedule, including the national champions who had that three-week COVID pause in the middle of the whole thing. But at the end of the day, you look at Baylor at 28-2 and and you say they're a legit national champion. And already the too early to call preseason top 25s and favorites for next year is out there, and Gonzaga already is the preseason favorite to win next year's NCAA basketball championship. But I think we'll put the brakes on that for a little while and take a little bit of a rest from college basketball. We'll be watching a couple of things still moving forward. One of them is certainly the transfer portal, and we'll get into that with all the names that continue to be added to that list. And then the remaining coaching carousel, there's not much out there now, now that Hubert Davis has been officially announced as North Carolina's New head coach. We were almost right on with that yesterday when we talked about it. We included Hubert Davis as one of the leading candidates, along with Wes Miller, the head coach at UNC Greensboro, and Steve Robinson, the other North Carolina assistant. And maybe there was a long shot out there in like a Brad Stevens kind of guy. But Bubba Cunningham Cunningham was true to his word, the North Carolina AD. He said three things. One, I'd like it to be somebody with head coaching experience, but it doesn't have to be. 
We think we'd like it to be somebody in the Carolina family, but it doesn't have to be. And we're going to get this thing done quickly. And I had said yesterday, by the end of the week after the national championship game, it would be done. It didn't even take that long. They did it with warp speed, blazing speed, and got that done, primarily because Bubba Cunningham was a selection committee of one um, with one honorary member, and that was the chancellor of the University of North Carolina who signed off on it. And then Roy Williams gave his backing, and Michael Jordan gave his backing, and all those guys came to the backing of Hubert Davis, who was named head coach at North Carolina yesterday. We'll talk a little bit more about that as we move along this morning. Remember, he's a Virginia guy too, right? Burke, Virginia, Lake Braddock, uh, Hubert Davis, and Carolina Blue will be their new head coach, replacing the retiring Roy Williams. So kind of a neat story there, and he definitely has almost unanimous backing for that position, even without any head coaching experience. He played 12 years in the NBA. Uh, He played at Carolina. He's been sitting next to Roy Williams for nine years. I know it's different when you move over one seat. That'll be both literally and figuratively in this case. He'll move over one seat on the bench, uh, but he'll have enough people around him that he'll be able to run the Carolina program. Uh, it's going to be tough to replace Roy Williams, but they've probably got the right guy there to give it a shot. All right, 816 on the uh, sports huddle. Uh, We will try and stray away a little bit here from college basketball because, as I said, there are plenty of topics out there on the table in the sports world, and we're going to try and get to all of them this morning. But for the moment, we tip it off with the end of the college basketball season. And, yes, as I said yesterday, a little bit bittersweet. Uh, Love college basketball. Love being able to watch every night and call games for the Richmond Spiders on radio and television and all of that. But I think it's time to put this season behind us and hope that next year is a normal year. What do we got? Like six months, right, before college basketball practices would start in October. Hopefully that's when they start. All those individual workouts and group sessions in the summer. Hope all of that is happening as well. And all the summer games are being played and coaches can get out and get back into the recruiting field and all of that. And then six months from now, college basketball returns in its normal fashion with normal schedules, normal crowds and buildings. And we get back to a full college basketball season and we don't have postponements and tweaks of schedule. So that's what I'm most looking forward to now that the 2021 season is in the books. All right, Morning Brew brought to you by Pig and Brew Barbecue, North Carolina style barbecue south of the James, 1313 Hull Street, open Wednesday and Thursday, 1 to 8, Friday and Saturday, 1 to 10. Check out their full menu at pigandbrew.com. They got some uh, delicious cocktails this week to go. You can get them to go. The Mango Margarita the Henry Sangria, or maybe a Caribbean rum cocktail. All sound delicious. Pig and Brew Barbecue again. 1313 Hull Street. Check out that full menu at pigandbrew.com. Check out our Tuesday Sports Huddle right now. These are today's top stories. Read the copy, please. The copy's good. Just read it. This is the opening drive. That looks like my new co-anchor may need a glass of water. (laughs) (laughs) So speaking of all those other sports that are out there happening and we're going to get to, we do want to remind you that not only is our opening drive brought to you by Lexus of Richmond, Lexus of Richmond goes from being our presenting sponsor of our NCAA tournament coverage from Westwood One, now to our presenting sponsor of our Masters tournament coverage all this week right here on ESPN Richmond. Of course, the Masters tees off at Augusta on Thursday morning, and all of our coverage will be presented by Lexus of Richmond. Experience the Lexus NX Hybrid SUV with a 31-mile-per-gallon combined estimate during the hybrid season at Lexus of Richmond. Visit them on Midlothian Turnpike or anytime online at LexusofRichmond.com. Tuesday morning, our right are coming up. That means Norm Wood from the Newport News Daily Press. He's at the bottom of the hour here at 8.30. Get his observations on the national championship game and on Carolina hiring Hubert Davis as their head coach and maybe a little spring football talk with the Hokies and Hoos when Norm Wood joins us at 8.30. And at 9.30, Nick Ashu from NBC Sports Washington. Uh, Two topics of conversation that I will probably get into even before Nick gets on the air this morning. One of them is the Nationals apparently are finally going to start their season today with a 4 o'clock game against the Braves and then play a doubleheader against the Braves tomorrow. Of course, Washington has been out because of the COVID-19 positive tests. 
and the contact tracing. We'll see who's available to play today for the Washington Nationals. We do know that Max Scherzer is supposed to get the start. Sounds like that's going to happen at least. And then we'll wait for Davey Martinez to fill out that lineup card to see who's available and who's playing. But it does sound like the Nats will finally get to play today. And then did you see the end of the Wizards game last night? Oh, man. Man, that's a gut-wrenching loss for the Wizards. I was thinking as I watched the highlight on SportsCenter this morning, if that had been an NBA, an NCAA tournament game, they'd have been replaying that highlight over and over again, and it would have been the lead of the day. So we'll talk about the Wizards' heartbreaking loss last night to Toronto and the start of the national season. Get into some of that even before Nick joins us, but two good topics for him at 9.30 this morning. All right, 521-8501. Please feel free to dial up. That's our call line or text us. We'll read those as well, 804-638-9508. Good-looking Tuesday, a sunsplash Tuesday morning in the capital city. Let's see what that means on the roads. We'll check sports huddle traffic and then get back to our sports conversation. 99.5-1027 ESPN. Call Herman Allen at 804-746-5853 for reliable Lennox products that make your air in your home absolutely perfect. ESPN Richmond Traffic. This traffic update sponsored by Staples Stores. The commute running very heavily this morning on Cary Street Road. The westbound side between Hillcrest Avenue and Breachop Road is stop and go. A crash on Jeff Davis Highway at Cogbill Road holding us up and a wreck on Broad Street near Dominion Boulevard. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Staples has everything you need to be organized and productive like home office furniture, the latest tech, and organization supplies all at amazing prices. Get a fresh start with big savings from Staples. Maybe you've got a lucky jersey, or maybe you've got a pair of team shorts that you have to wear during the game, or maybe you've got a hat that's like a lucky charm. Look, I'll make it real simple for you. We are all for it if it keeps you from listening to us naked. That can be kind of awkward. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. All right, I'm sure I will uh, begin our conversation with Norm Wood at the bottom of the hour with the NCAA tournament and uh, the national championship game last night. Of course, Virginia had played Gonzaga earlier this year, and the Zags had uh, whipped the Cavaliers just like they did everybody until last night. So we'll we'll sweep through the Norm Wood conversation and finish up potentially our college basketball talk for today. Um, I got I got to say this, uh, James. I don't know. Did you even watch the game last night, or once Baylor got the lead, you, you went elsewhere? No, I sat through all of it. Yeah, I I, I hope. You. Yeah, I I uh, I was hopeful until about five minutes left. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say so I was. Did you hopeful. even make it? Did you even make it to the bitter bitter end of CBS's telecast? In the good old days, used to stay up and watch their montage at the end, the one shining moment. Ye- is that even in your thought process? No, and I knew it was coming on, but I I had to get to bed, um, so I I couldn't stay up. But I knew I'd watch it today at some point, so I haven't seen okay. it yet. Okay, well I'm I'm spoiler alert because I'm going to talk about it for just a second, and then move on. And I'm with you. I didn't, uh, you know. Here's how times have changed. Yes, when you get older too, you don't stay up as late. But I didn't stay up either to watch it because I knew, just like you, I could. Find, I've already found it this morning, and I've already watched it. And it's not quite what it used to be in the good old days, because in the good old days, we didn't have all of the highlight material at our fingertips, at our disposal, that we have now. I mean, like you will do, you'll go to Twitter or you'll go to wherever, cbs.com, and you'll be able to see it and watch it whenever you want, however many times you want. You don't have to sit there at midnight to watch one shining moment. But in the good old days, that's what we did. And it was one of the great things. And if your team had made the NCAA tournament, you you watched to see your team and where they'd come up in one shining music and what the lyrics would be that they paired it with and all of that. And it was great. And all they used to do in the good old days was play the song and the highlights. And now that's all changed. I'm going to give credit to a guy this morning who, I, who I've been on his show. He's been on mine, and that's Rick Watson down in the Radford area. He hosts a morning sports talk show. And I was going through Twitter this morning, and he put a tweet out there that he was really disappointed with the one shining moment last night. So that that kind of grabbed, grabbed my attention. And he, he gave a couple of reasons, and I think he was absolutely spot on. They They ruined – 
what that song was all about. And I think I said this, uh, well, two years ago, like 2019, when Virginia wanted, that they're doing the same thing. They have so much technology and tricks at their fingertip that they're ruining one shiny moment. To me, that was the ultimate song that you just play the song and the highlights. You don't need to infuse uh, crowd noise, play-by-play calls, any of that over that song and those highlights. And, hey, I love a good play-by-play call and a highlight montage. I'm a play-by-play announcer. I I like it when when our play-by-play gets over the highlights and all of that. And I like hearing the other announcers uh, during during highlight montages, but but not this one. Uh, And as he said, the audio was awful. Uh, They used the wrong version of the song. There's plenty of them out there now. And all the announcers' calls – uh, over the over the video, yeah, I just I agree with Rick on this one. I I'm glad I didn't stay up because I would have been really disappointed. The whole thing's only a couple minutes long anyway, right? Two three minutes, I guess. And I've watched it already this morning. And boy, he was absolutely right. I, I'm glad I didn't stay up for that. I would like somebody to put that together again. And and so many schools have used the one shining moment and done their own montage. Um, you know, and yes, there's a there's a few play by play calls that come in into that with the home team announcers, I guess. But I would love to see a version of that with just the song and just the video and let the video speak for itself with the music. And I think it would just be a lot more enjoyable. It would be something we would we would look forward to uh, without that. kind. Maybe just a, a snippet here or there of natural sound coming from a couple of the games would be fine, but I don't even think you need that necessarily, and you don't need all the play-by-play calls um, that were thrown in over top of it. So that's my one thumbs down. Uh, boo to, to CBS on that one. Other than that, um, you know, the media takes a lot of heat. This is an unbelievable event to put on, and particularly this year with all the challenges of social distancing and the pandemic. And you got a chance to see every game if you wanted to, and I give them all the credit in the world for that. And it was the main way you were going to watch games this season because you weren't going to get to them, either during the regular season or in the NCAA tournament. So there was a lot of pressure on the television crews and television networks this season to bring that product into households because we weren't getting into the venues. So for the most part, two thumbs up for that, but one thumbs down to CBS. For as Rick Watson said on Twitter this morning, ruining one shining moment. Glad I didn't lose any sleep waiting up for that last night. So now you can go and watch it, James. And after you do, whether that's tomorrow or whatever, I'll get your opinion on that as well. But I can tell you, you're a lot younger. But when they first started doing that, everybody stayed up to watch it because it was it was really cool. But anyway, all right, let's take a break. 827, Norm Wood, Newport News Daily Press is coming up. Yeah, a little college basketball talk with Norm. And then we'll move on to some other topics, some ACC-related topics as well. Thank you for joining us. Tuesday morning, Sports Huddle, 99.5-1027 ESPN. You love getting out in this nice weather, and you love listening to us, so why not do both? Exactly. If you've got your phone... You got us. Hello? Listen to our live stream at ESPNRichmond.com. This update is brought to you by Herman Allen. For big rebates and low payments on a new Lennox home comfort system, call Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling at 804-746-5853 today. Let me get right back to you. Sandra, um, those banners go out tonight. Can you pack them? Indeed. Those unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Like at Monica's print shop. To fulfill orders on time, she needs to get started hiring right right away i need indeed indeed you do and the moment you sponsor a job on indeed you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database visit indeed.com credit and get a 75 dollars credit for your first sponsored job post terms and conditions apply people spent more time than ever on their lawns last year at virginia green we've seen lawns used as home offices hair salons even movie theaters hey can you pass the popcorn It's more than a lawn. And with Virginia Green making it healthy, vibrant, and beautiful, you can do more with it. For 17 years, we've satisfied our customers by making local lawns look their best. Make your yard the star of the show. Shh! Visit virginiagreen.com for your free estimate today. 
Golfers are in Augusta, Georgia to compete for the coveted jacket. And DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action by giving you 100-to-1 odds on the golfer of your choosing to finish in the top 10. It's simple. Pick any golfer from this weekend's tournament, and if they finish in the top 10, you cash $100. Sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on all the action and choose your golfer before the tournament tees off Thursday morning. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and and use code WXGI when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the golfer of your choosing finishes in the top 10 of this weekend's tournament. That's code WXGI for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. Local scores and the top headlines. Now to the Richmond Sports Center. Here's James Flowers. Good morning. It is 8.33 years after drafting him third overall in the 2018 draft. Sam Darnold is on the move down to Carolina. The Panthers gave up a sixth rounder in this year's draft, a second rounder, and a fourth rounder in the 22 draft. If the Jets use their second overall selection on a quarterback later this month, they would be the first the first team in the common draft era to select two quarterbacks within the top three overall picks in a four-year span. Baylor never trailed in their 86-70 championship-earning effort last night in the win over Gonzaga. 73 years removed from their last championship appearance, Baylor looked well-rested and ready to go on Monday night, as shown by jumping out to a 29-10 lead 10 minutes into the game. Gonzaga got as close as nine points shy, but the Bears shot 50% from the floor, and Gonzaga's bid at a perfect season falls short, wrapping up the year at 31-1. and Hubert Davis has been named the next head coach of the North Carolina Tar Heels. Davis had been an assistant under Roy Williams for nine seasons in Chapel Hill. Davis, an alum of Lake Braddock Secondary School in Burke, Virginia, played for Dean Smith and North Carolina from 1988 to 1992 before being selected in the first round of the NBA draft by the New York Knicks. The Nationals will play their first game of the season tonight, albeit down a few unnamed players due to contact tracing, and Max Scherzer will tow the rubber for Washington while Drew Smiley goes for Atlanta. First pitch scheduled for 4.05. The Orioles' undefeated start to the season came to an end by the hands of the New York Yankees. The Yanks securing their 7-0 shutout fueled by a five-run fifth inning. Jordan Montgomery pitched six shutout innings of four-hit ball, striking out seven. Caps on the road tonight at Nassau Coliseum to take on the Islanders at 7. Big game for both as the Caps own the top spot in the East at 54 points, while the Islanders two points behind in second place. Let's get a check for your East Bay Richmond weather forecast. Good morning. It'll be mostly sunny and very pleasant today with highs in the upper 70s. I'm Storm Tracker 8 meteorologist Matt Denardo. This report is sponsored by InvisibleFence.com. Invisible Fence Brands Boundary Plus family of products has a containment solution customized exclusively for you and your pet. Visit InvisibleFence.com to schedule your free consultation. I'm James Flowers. You're up to date in Richmond Sports Center here on 995-1027 ESPN. This report is sponsored by Staples. Staples has everything you need to be organized and productive, like home office furniture, the latest tech and organization supplies, all at amazing prices. Get a fresh start with big savings from Staples. Lexus of Richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility. Tens of thousands of happy Lexus owners would agree. The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, new showroom, spacious customer lounge, enclosed service lane, and a technology team. Experience amazing during the Invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond. Let me get right back to you. Sandra, um, those banners go out tonight. Can you pack them? Indeed. Those unexpected growth can stretch your business thin. Like at Monica's Print Shop. To fulfill orders on time, she needs to get started hiring right. Right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. On September 14, 1953, Henry and Livia Lucky Emery moved their family from Chatham County, North Carolina to Compton, California. The following took place over 10 days at the house at 3011 Palmer Drive. We tried all the dirty tricks to get us out of here. Watch yourself. 
It's not just them. There is something wrong with this place. Them. New series April 9th on Amazon Prime Video. Walmart is proud to partner with Black-owned businesses. Starting this month, we're highlighting Black business owners who are making history today. Like the Fresh Dolls, Dr. Lisa left academia when she realized children's dolls weren't truly multicultural. With support from Walmart, she created her own line of dolls. And now, Dr. Lisa is the founder of one of the largest black-owned doll companies in the world. Learn more at walmart.com slash blackhistoryis today. Lexus of Richmond presents the NCAA Basketball Tournament. Heard exclusively on ESPN Richmond. Mike Greenberg is now back and part of your morning. Greeny, weekdays at 10, following the sports huddle on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. That's coming up in a little bit less than an hour and a half, but part of our morning each and every Tuesday morning at this time is Norm Wood, who joins us now on the Herman Allen Hotline from the Newport News Daily Press to talk some Hokies and Who's, ACC, and college sports. What's happening there, Norm? How are you, my friend? I'm great, Bob. How are you, man? Doing fine. Thank you very much. Uh, how surprised were you with who won? the national championship and how dominating the Baylor bears were in that final game. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not as surprised at the outcome per se, but, but the nature of the outcome, I think was what shocked everybody. And, and um, yeah, I, I certainly did have Gonzaga win in that game. I think like most of us, but mm-hmm. uh, they, they did what uh, Gonzaga has done to so many, many people, which is just come, you know, get shot out of a cannon early on. They have a have a you know a st- long stretches of efficiency on the offensive end that uh, were sort of indicative of of Gonzaga through uh, you know most of their their thirty or so wins. I mean, it, it was it is really strange to see that uh, type of type of struggle um, from from Gonzaga early on, not being able to get in rhythm and. Um, I thought, you know, as they kind of turned toward uh, the last five minutes or six minutes of the first half when Gonzaga started to zone them up a little bit and slow them down and, and get it down, you know, near 10, 12 points that maybe they had tapped into something. And, uh, but it, uh, Baylor just wouldn't be denied. I mean, every time it looked like uh, perhaps Gonzaga was going to threaten even a little bit, get it to nine or 10 points, you know, Baylor was the one. You know, putting the putting the pedal to the floor and 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 getting away from from Gonzaga. So it was surprising to me on that level to see, you know, to see Gonzaga get Gonzaga. You know, <laughs> that's perfect. Use that somewhere. Gonzaga got Gonzaga, and certainly Virginia can relate to that, having been one of those teams that got Gonzaga. And I'm not trying to show any disrespect for Baylor because I thought they were tremendous, but because I think the outcome would have been the same. But do you think that Saturday? maybe took even more out of Gonzaga than we thought it did with that emotional game and the overtime game, and also give Baylor credit with the fact that Baylor blew out its opponent and was certainly much more well-rested and had fresher legs. You would think, yeah, just because there's a, there, you know, regardless of, uh, you know, we talk about these kids being so focused at this time of year. Um, I mean, come on, these are still 20, 21, 22-year-old guys, and there's going to be a level of excitement and, um, you know, just, just enthusiasm about a win like that that's going to linger for a while. And, and it, it's hard to compartmentalize that, um, even when you're a little older, but especially when you're a kid um, and, and try to move on to the next big one. Um, and, and, and like you said, that's got to be a lot easier for Baylor when they've just cruised the national semi, uh, you know, it, it, against Houston and, and, and rolled the way they did. So, um, you know, I, to, to me, yeah, there's a distinct advantage in that, uh, considering the fact that you, you you have to think that Gonzaga really probably only got got zeroed in on that game in a, in a 24-hour period um, while, while Baylor was able to move right on to Gonzaga. 
Norm Wood with the Newport News Daily Press chatting with us on our Herman Allen Hotline. One more college basketball topic. Norm, we now have a Virginian at the helm of Carolina Blue with Hubert Davis named the head coach of the Carolina Tar Heels yesterday. Uh, Thoughts on that? And uh, Bubba Cunningham basically came out and said this is going to be a quick search. It's not going to take as long. A couple of factors at play here. Head coach, maybe, maybe not. In the family, maybe, maybe not. And I think he pretty much held true to what he told everybody when Roy Williams made his retirement announcement. Yeah. And it does sound like they they interviewed heavily within the family. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it sounds like uh, I know what Jerry Stackhouse and Wes Miller and obviously Hubert for, for some of the some of the interviews and um, you know they they uh, they certainly did their due diligence on that end and and maybe spent uh, a day or day and a half or so uh, looking outside. So um, it was quick, and that seems to be the nature of some of these decisions these days. Uh, to, to, to make it quick, especially at this time of year uh, when you have to transition toward, toward recruiting during summer ball and those kinds of things. Um, so it's a great hire if you look at it from the perspective of, of kind of making um, the fan base and pleasing the fan base because that, that that's a fan base that places a lot of value on, on keeping it within the family, like you said. Um, and I think, uh, you know, Hubert certainly fits in there well. be interesting to see how he does uh, transitioning to uh, a head coaching role for the first time in his career. Um, they've done pretty well with that at, at UNC, with guys that have uh, become first-year first or first-time head coaches. Um, guys, named, uh, guys named Dean Smith and, and Bill Guthridge did pretty well in those roles, becoming first-time head coaches. Uh, at, at you know in, in a role at UNC, um, you know both of those two guys. The, 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 I think I saw a stat I think yesterday uh, on Twitter. And I think it was from from Brian Ives, um, who's who's really good with these kinds of things. Uh, and he mentioned the fact that there have been uh, three uh, previous UNC coaches without head coaching experience to take over the role. All three of them have ended up in the Final Four, and of course, two of those being Dean Smith and Bill Guthridge. That's 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 a pretty good uh, footsteps to follow in. Absolutely. Uh, one more on the college basketball front, at least for now. I don't know how much you play around with or toy with these, you know, way too early top 25s of next year, and, and everybody's trying to beat everybody to get them out as soon as the final buzzer uh, sounded last night. But I, I've glanced at a couple of them this morning, Norman. It seems like Duke is getting the most love of anybody in the ACC. Virginia's in there. Florida State's in there. Syracuse, I even saw in a couple of them. Is that something you would buy into as we look way ahead to six months down the road when hopefully college basketball practices start on schedule and normal that Duke could be ready to, you know, forget the 13-11 and 11 season and not making the NCAA tournament from this year? I could see it. I mean, it's you know, it's not like they're not going to have a lot coming back. I mean, they certainly are, especially in that backcourt. You would think with Jeremy Roach, we'll see about DJ Stewart, uh, see what his decision is, um, and and they've got a pretty nice recruiting class coming in too. Um, so uh, it's not a big class, but um, I know they got a big kid, and his name escapes me. Paola something. I want to. Uh, I can't remember. Banchero, his... I think. Right. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Um, and I know they're excited about him, and he's a pretty highly rated kid. Certainly, they're going to need a big man. Um, so I, I, I could certainly see that. And if I'm not mistaken, and I'm going to have to go back and look, and I don't recall if this was – I apologize. I don't recall if this was the ESPN way too early top 25 or, or if some – it was a fairly prominent source, but someone had Virginia Tech 10. Wow. Um, <laughs> which – which shocked me considering all that, that Virginia Tech has lost through the portal right now mm-hmm. uh, and guys that are going to be, um, you know, you would think would be uh, playing in, in prominent roles next year. But, again, that's another team that does not, you know, that it is, is, is not going to be hit. As a matter of fact, I'm looking at it right now. It was. It was Jeff Borzello's top, uh, way too early top 25 on, on ESPN at Virginia Tech, uh, number 10 in the nation. Mm-hmm. Um, which, again, I, I can see it with all they've got coming back. But, again, they've got to fill some holes a little bit with, with some of the, 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 uh, 
uh, transfer portal losses they've had. Everybody's going to have to do that. I mean, it is a reshuffling of the deck in college football, uh, basketball uh, like we've never seen before. But, I mean, with that backcourt, you know, Tyrese Bradford, Naheem Aline, and Hunter Couture, and, and Storm Murphy getting added to it, and you've got Justin Mutz coming back, and, of course, Kevin Aluma. Um, I mean, that, I, I could see how they could certainly be in the top four or five in the ACC. No question about that. Uh, top 10, in, you know, 10th in the nation, that just surprised me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I happened to go to the uh, USA Today way too early. Top 25 is the first one I saw just now as, as we were chatting, and it does not have Virginia Tech in there. In fact, it has as, like the others being considered, but it had Virginia, Syracuse, Florida State, even North Carolina, and Duke was the, the highest team there. So we'll keep an eye out. Uh, keep an eye out on that. Let me finish up with you this morning, Norm. Let's get off of the basketball topic. Uh, anything coming out of spring football practices? I know we started to touch on it a little bit uh, last week, and, and we'll get into it a little bit more as we move through the spring. But anything uh, at the top of the top of the list, either for the Hokies or the Who's, as their spring practices are going on? Yeah, nothing, nothing specific as as in terms of uh, uh, depth chart movement that we're hearing at this point. Um, we'll talk a little bit today with with Brennan Armstrong, and I'm interested to see how his transition is going now. He's got a, uh, a spring practice under his belt or in the midst of one as a starter um, at UVA, whereas last year clearly didn't have that. You could see that in the first half of the season. Uh, it really improved in the back half of the season. It seems like it took him a little while to, to get acclimated as, in the starting role. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be intrigued to see what he has to say about you know how things have kind of gone with you know, transitioning to, to maybe some some uh, different look in the backfield behind him. Uh, see how Ronnie Walker's doing back there behind him. Uh, you, you wonder if he's kind of taken over that role a little bit after coming in late uh, as a player on the field for UVA last year, waiting for that that uh, waiver eligibility. And uh, he's got some weapons to, to, to throw to clearly, uh, with a lot of receivers coming back, and uh, they've got to get uh, better at the tight end spot with Tony Poljan. Uh, moving on, but and then over at Tech, it sounds like there's you know there's a, a lot of competition going on in that in that secondary. Um, you know, we're looking at Jermaine Waller coming back from an injury. I know he's motivated that quarterback spot, uh, but they're trying to get settled at their safety spots. So they lost Devon Diablo, um, and they've got some movement going on there too. It seems like um, Tay Daly coming in from Vanderbilt and competing with Devin Taylor. At the strong safety spot, that that's a fun. I think that's a fun situation to watch, and and they've got they don't have a ton of depth on their offensive line. I mean, they've got some. They're they're short on bodies um, this this spring on the offensive line, and they're really trying to establish some offensive tackle depth in particular. And that's I think that's probably going to going to be a struggle this spring with the you know since they're short on numbers, uh, they'll, they'll improve a little bit before the season. But those are all going to be young guys coming in, so. That'll be interesting to watch as we transition toward the back half of uh, spring practice to see how that kind of pans out. See if there's anything that comes out in terms of a, anything resembling a depth chart, which I'm I'm not holding my breath about. We don't get a lot of that information coming out in the springtime from Virginia Tech in particular, but it'll be interesting to see what 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 may come out if uh, we can coax anything out of Justin Fuente. Hey, and I may have missed this because I've been focusing mostly on college basketball. Are either the Hokies or the Hoos playing any kind of semblance of a spring game when they finish up their spring practice or some sort of modified version? Tech does not have plans to do that. So they're, they're, they're going to um, bypass the, the spring game this year. Uh, UVA is going to have a spring game, and I believe it's uh, set for May 1st. So um, so they, they, they do have plans. Now, whether there's going to be you know whether the public will be admitted to that or not. I, that that is yet to be determined. Um, I sort of uh, I'm sort of skeptical as to whether that will happen. Um, but they they are going to have a spring game, uh, whether it's just kind of in house or you know in front of a few hundred folks is is yet to be determined. All right, we'll keep an eye out for that. Hey, how's your baseball viewing going through the first uh, opening weekend of the major league season? I've seen a few games, haven't been able to, to uh, enjoy as much as I'd like to. I've got a few things going on, but, um, man, it was nice to see the Orioles get off to a 3-0 and start. Um, I, guess, I guess after losing 7-zip last night in the Bronx, um, we're going to have to, to, um, to, to at least temporarily put the World Series parade on hold in Baltimore. But 3-1 um, three, three and one is not too bad for those guys, considering they're in, 
year two of a of a twenty five year rebuilding project there, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> good things come to those who wait. I I guess. Uh, well, keep right. enjoying it, Norm. Hope you get some time to just sit down and enjoy it. We'll catch up with you next week. All right. All right, Bob. Thanks, man. Safe travels. We'll uh, talk soon. Absolutely. Norm Wood from the Newport News Daily Press. He joins us each and every Tuesday morning at 8.30. We'll do that for a little while longer through the spring, and then we kind of give uh, Norm the summer off and uh, reignite him when we get into college football season uh, in the fall. Um, And he is a big baseball fan as well. Norm Wood, Newport News Daily Press on our Herman Allen hotline. Herman Allen Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, providing HVAC services to the Richmond community for more than 50 years. Available 24-7, 24 24 hours a day by giving them a call at 804-746-5853. You can also access them online at hermanallenplumbing.com. Oh, speaking of baseball, we'll touch on that when we come back. And we will take you to the Bronx from last night from the Yankee-Oriole game. Get it as some baseball talk next on the Sports Auto. ESPN Richmond Traffic. This traffic update is sponsored by Indeed.com. A crash on Arthur Ashe Boulevard is holding us up just to the south of Kensington Avenue. We're also dealing with construction along I-64. Both directions are expected right around the Highland Springs Airport Drive area. I'm Jim Huggins on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. Indeed believes less is more. That's why they have powerful tools to help you source, screen, and hire quality people faster. Learn more at Indeed.com slash credit. Sports, your favorite thing in the world, which means we're your favorite station in the world. Thanks. You're our favorite listener. I guess that makes it official. 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. This report is sponsored by Staples. Staples has everything you need to be organized and productive, like home office furniture, the latest tech and organization supplies, all at amazing prices. Get a fresh start with big savings from Staples. Hi, it's me, Gia Peppers. Tune in to More Than That with me live this weekend or catch the show wherever you listen to podcasts. This week, we'll be discussing black maternal health with singer-songwriter Melanie Fiona. I'll also be joined by twin MDs, Dr. Brandi Jackson and Dr. Brittany James, co-founders of the Institute of Anti-Racism in Medicine. And we'll hear from an Emmy-winning producer and mother of three, Sasha Mitchell Fuller. More Than That is brought to you by Pampers. Explore helpful pregnancy guides, free childbirth education classes, and more at pampers.com slash pregnancy. Pampers made from love. I was trying to do everything holistically. I had my crystals. I had my essential oils burning. My doula was there with the lavender on my forehead. It just got to a point where my blood pressure wasn't going down. And they came in and they were like, you're going to have to have a C-section. And I just remember saying to God, please surround me with people that are going to support me through this process. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a 175-pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million-pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Paid for by NHTSA. What can give you a competitive edge in today's red-hot housing market? Rocket can. That's because Rocket Mortgage can give you a verified approval. It could help your offer stand out. Because when you find the perfect home, you don't want to lose it to anybody else. Rocket technology provides a rock-solid verification of your income, assets, and credit, giving sellers and their agents greater confidence in you. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can help you buy the home you really want? Rocket can. Go to rocketmortgage.com or call us today at 8338-ROCKET. That's rocketmortgage.com or call 8338-ROCKET. A verified approval is based on an underwriter's analysis of your individual financial information, appraisal, and title report. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender licensed in all 50 states and MLSConsumerAccess.org, number 3030. Lexus of Richmond believes the finest vehicles in the world should be sold and serviced from the most amazing facility. Tens of thousands of happy Lexus owners would agree. The reimagined Lexus of Richmond has a cafe, new showroom, spacious customer lounge, 
enclosed service lane and a technology team. Experience amazing during the Invitation to Lexus sales event going on now at Lexus of Richmond. Golfers are in Augusta, Georgia to compete for the coveted jacket. And DraftKings, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action by giving you 100 to 1 odds on the golfer of your choosing to finish in the top 10. It's simple. Pick any golfer from this weekend's tournament, and if they finish in the top 10, you cash $100. Sign up for DraftKings Sportsbook now to get in on all the action and choose your golfer before the tournament tees off Thursday morning. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code WXGI when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if the golfer of your choosing finishes in the top 10 of this weekend's tournament. That's code WXGI for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Virginia only, new customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call the Virginia Problem Gambling Helpline at 888-532-3500. Trade up on any non-contact thermometer for a $5 rebate towards an Exergen purchase at any retailer. Accuracy matters when taking temperatures. Upgrade to Exergen. Visit exergen.com. Local sports talk is back in the afternoons. Colonial Downs Racetrack presents Borders of Order with Matt Josephs. Weekdays at 3 on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Now the old one. Swung on and in the air to deep left center. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. It's a Stantonian home run. It's a grand slam. Non de Medicar. That ball sure traveled far. Giancarlo, he hits a grand slam. And the Yankees now take a 6-0 lead. Oh, and that's why I love baseball. And that's why I love baseball on the radio, because you get calls like that one. The legendary, infamous John Sterling on that call from the Yankee Radio Network and the Giancarlo Stanton home run last night, the grand slam that broke open the Yankee-Baltimore game and sent the Orioles to their first loss of the season. As Norm Wood had mentioned just moments ago, they were already planning the World Series parade in Baltimore after they opened the year with the three-game sweep of the Red Sox at Fenway Park. But they put the parade on hold last night when the Yankees won it. 7 nothing. Uh, yeah, you you don't get uh, national calls like that one from John Sterling, the longtime voice of the New York Yankees. Uh, signature call. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Now, the singing was just a little extra bonus that he gave us on that play-by-play call. But in any event, so, yeah, the Orioles lose for the first time last night as they dropped that 7 nothing decision to the Yankees at, uh, at Yankee Stadium last night. The Yanks get to uh, 500 uh, through the opening weekend plus now at 2-2. Two and two. The other New York team... Uh, played yesterday for the first time this season after having their opening series postponed in D.C. And the Mets sent Jacob DeGrom to the mound. And gosh only knows why they didn't leave him in the game. I mean, I guess I can answer my own question there. I get it. It's his first outing. He hadn't pitched in spring training. Blah, 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 blah. But he'd only thrown 77 pitches. He had breezed through six innings. And I know they're being cautious with him, and I know he's the likely Cy Young winner. Uh, and he left that game with a 2 nothing lead, and it was up to the bullpen at that point. And the bullpen failed him, and their defense failed him. And the Phillies remain unbeaten. They beat the Mets 5-3. to It was a five-run bottom of the eighth. Again, DeGrom had him shut out through six innings. Uh, they got to Trevor May in the eighth inning. And as I said, the, the defense fell apart on them as well. And the Phils scored five times in the eighth and won that game five to three. I, I mean, it's so much easier for me to say I'm not in the dugout and I know we're protecting uh, multi-million dollar arms here. But 77, after going through a normal spring training, which he did, and it was a pretty comfortable night in Philadelphia. It wasn't like it was, you know, 40 degrees or anything like that. I think DeGrom could have gone longer. Certainly another inning to get a little bit deeper into their bullpen. 
uh, and protect that 2 nothing lead. I-, I can tell you when the Phillies saw him come out of the game, uh, their whole demeanor changed. And they were able to piecemeal together a five-run inning. And DeGrom, i got to go find these numbers again. Maybe during the break I will. Uh, there's some sort of number out there that when he gives up two or less runs, something like that, he's still way under 500. And the Mets are way under 500 because they go to the bullpen and the bullpen collapses on them. So that was not a great look, not a great debut for the New York Mets. Uh, they, if they had just left DeGrom in there a little longer, believe me, I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm a Phillies fan. I'm certainly happy about it, but, man, when they took him out, I'm like, ah, we got a chance. Uh, I was watching that game in addition to the, the NCAA championship game as well, and, indeed, the Phil- they didn't do anything spectacular in coming back. They got a couple of hits. Uh, JT Real Muto had a big two-run hit in that thing, and then the, the Mets threw the ball around in the infield a little bit. Reese Hoskins had a couple of hits for the Phillies, but they didn't do anything spectacular, and their bullpen continues to be spectacular. That's been the one really uh, positive uh, positive thing for the Phillies is that they've gotten great pitching out of their bullpen, and the Mets certainly didn't last night. So one New York team wins. That's the Yankees. The other, the Mets, loses last night. We'll talk some more baseball on the other side here, the top of the hour update. Let's get to that. We're right at 9 o'clock. Let's do that. We'll get into the second hour of the Tuesday Sports Huddle. James has the Sports Center update, and then back with you. 99.5, 1027 ESPN.